the richest kid at Stratford University. Varsity sailing, Kappa House social chairman. And the poorest. You're just not Kappa material. To get himself through school. I've been working four jobs. Daryl Witherspoon was doing everything he could. Are you familiar with the donation procedure? How much will I get for filling this? Oh, um, <laughs> But just when he was ready to give up. You're out of your league. He found an experiment in search of a subject. It is designed to increase the senses far beyond levels ever experienced by a human being before. Super senses. How much do I get paid? $3,000. For $3,000, you can inject me with the Ebola virus. I'm gonna be your little outbreak monkey. Normal? Now he's seeing things a whole lot bigger. Super. <laughs> but every experiment has its side effects. Brain has compensated by allowing you the use of only four of your given senses at any time. From the director of Wayne's World, the hippest comedy of the year. Can you show me where the suits are? Young blind brother, I'm gonna fix you up real good. Excuse me. Marlon Wayans. <laughs> David Spade. I'm going by Huggy Bear's house later, and I'd be glad to drop that suit off. In a story of the world's most sensitive man. This is your first time. That's not my first time. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. That Patrick Ewan, he's a bum. Still Senseless. I get no doubt. Smell like hot garbage. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. I made a Manhattan and it is too strong. Oh, no. It should be be very interesting. Mm. Oh no, too much alcohol for Dave. Uh, no such thing. Let's do it. Also joining us in the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Um, hey guys, I do hey. not have one hat in and I'm super jealous. Mm-hmm. 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 I wish I had And I think it's interesting because this is Dave's movie, so he's going to be narrating and like in the discussion, <laughs> so... If we all get off track, you know, later on, we all know why. Yeah, this is the yeah. one time we did the uh, episode right after you had your vaccine. And you're like, well, if it goes bad, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or that one time I had like four martinis before we started our episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you hear me start th- throwing things and slurring, then uh, just, just move along. Just move yeah. along without me. We'll throw we'll for you. It's, we'll, we'll vamp. Uh, rounding up the two-step, this podcast chief finance and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Not much. Um, no Manhattan for me, but I did take a brief nap earlier while watching Loki. A nap hat. Nap hat. Oh, boy. Uh, as we said, this is Dave's pick. Dave, uh, what are we talking about? Where can we find it? And what is it about? Uh, I don't feel bad. Uh, it's called Senseless from 1998. If you have an HBO Max subscription, it's preferred. You don't have to pay. 
Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, YouTube, Google Play, Vudu. You do not need the HD, but I don't know if it, may, it makes it more watchable, but you know. Probably um, not, man. Probably rot- not. Uh, synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> Perpetually poor Daryl is destined <laughs> to lose his dream Wall Street job to a wealthy snob until Daryl volunteers for a high paying scientific experiment that gives him superhuman senses and the competitive edge he needs. But when the side effects start, he finds his chances for success sabotage by attacks of sensory overload. And there were at least three or four exclamation points that I did not emphasize enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you should have read that like uh, Dana. Overload. Yeah, announcing a segment. Sensory overload. (laughs) Um, Big sis, uh, who is in this film? Wait, film? I guess. Um, <laughs> Technically. Is a Who's in the film? Well, let me look that up right now. Because <laughs> you definitely have it at the ready. Because I have it at the ready. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Um, so Marlon Wayans plays Daryl, mm-hmm. which I just can't get over that his name is Daryl in this movie. But uh-huh. anyway, Matthew Lillard plays a very overpierced um, hockey player, Tim LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Also, he was supposed to be Canadian in this movie, which will, can we come we'll back to that it. conversation? Sure, sure I can. About his Canadian-ness. Yeah. Tamara Taylor is Janice. Didn't know she had a name. David Spade is Scott. Kenya Moore is Lorraine. Also didn't know she had a name. The Kenya uh, Moore of the Real Hospitals. The Kenya Moore. I was yeah. going to ask. Is it yeah. The yeah. Kenya Moore. First Black Miss USA, Kenya Moore. Oh. Yeah. Also among the, the most horrifying villains in all Housewives franchise. I will stand by that. She is a nightmare on that yeah. show. Real piece of shit. Oh. Megan? <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> Brad Dourif plays uh, Dr. Whedon. Rip Torn plays Randall Tyson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Esther Scott, Denise, oh, Denise something. Was it Denise? Um, oh, his mom. I don't know. Her name was Denise? Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Deborah Jo Rupp plays Fertility. Yeah, fertility? Kitty. Is that her name? No, the fertility <laughs> nurse. <laughs> Jesus, ah! man, you're so overprepared. That's Kitty. Okay, Kitty please, Foreman. Kitty Foreman. Can I please Hell show yeah. you what this says? It just says fertility on my Plays fertility. Uh, Mark Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Mark Christopher plays wig shop owner. Ernie Lively plays Coach Brando. That's and Blake Lively's dad. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. not. Not even kidding. It is. Wow. It really is. Click right. on it on Wikipedia. Click. <laughs> Check it out. Take a look. <laughs> Browse around. There's some other people. Sherman Hemsley is in this. Yeah, with no uh, lines. A weird cameo. Very yeah. odd. Yeah. Um, some other people, but that's probably the important ones. Um, let's let's go around the it horn. It does not even say fertility nurse. <laughs> just fertility. Hundred percent. It says fertility. Full Sorry. stop. Uh, let's go around here and um, give any memories that we have of this from before today. Uh, Dana, what do you got? Um, so I like really thought I hadn't seen this movie, but then there are moments of it that I like. It just seems familiar. I don't know. I just don't know if it's like like a. Mo- it's just watching Marlon and David. You know, my friends Marlon and Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, acting movies like if it was just so reminiscent of other ones that like i don't know 
I'm going to say I had not seen this film until uh, yesterday and today because I watched it over okay. two parts. Um, Smart. But yeah, like certain mem- certain pieces of it are like seared into my memory. And I, it's, wow. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Okay. All right. Dave, what do you got? Um, I think I watched it because there was hockey in it. And I was like 14 on HBO. I'm like, kid. oh, they, they, okay. they, 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 they play hockey in this movie. I'm like, yeah. Very small segment. Cool. And not well done. They quote unquote play hockey. Yeah, uh, we're gonna, yeah we, we can definitely talk about the uh, portrayal of the sport. It's, uh, it's, it's a little rough, but uh, I think that's the only reason. And HBO, I think it's like, next on HBO, David Spade, <laughs> Marlon Wayans, <laughs> Senseless. I'm like, no. Well, I'll watch it. Whatever. It, it would have had that a, a little of that sprinkled into. It would have had that brief nudity tag before it started. Little did we know that was Marlon Wayne's butt cheeks they were talking about. But I, yeah. I've been sucked in as a fourteen-year-old by the brief nudity before an HBO movie. Yeah. Before, so. pretty early in the film too. Mm-hmm. It's like that's mm-hmm. that's my BN. That's mm-hmm. my BN. That's your BN. Uh, Megan, memories for you? No, I, I didn't even know this is a movie. <laughs> uh for me i had never seen it before uh i was like vaguely aware of it is how i'd put it like when dave announced it i thought i'd seen a little bit of it on cable back in the day but in my mind that scene was him talking to a girl by a bank of lockers which does not happen in this movie so i think i imagined that but like i remember it being a thing uh didn't recall david spade was in it but knew that it was a marlon wayans led venture um dana as an adult this make the grade for you or should they've held this back no it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong i'm sorry i don't think i've been that like rough and straightforward but like what was this film we'll get into it but not a fan. oh yeah not yeah. a fan. it feels like money laundering uh dave how about you uh yeah uh watching it again i'm like why no you just look back you're like i I was stupider then and you just have to write it off to that or else you feel really bad about yourself so mm-hmm. yeah it's not it's not very good mm-hmm. Big sis, not worth anybody's time imagine you love this megan me love it yeah mm. yeah mm. those are the words i was gonna use <laughs> Um, they can't all be winners. They they really can't. No, there gotta be some bad ones sprinkled in. You know, there were moments. Mm-hmm. There were moments <laughs> in this movie. This movie's chock full. Um, I mm, I'm, I don't even want to comment. Okay, I'm taking I, a fifth. I think oh. we all know where you're heading there. Uh, I'll say it for the both of us. Hold this shit back, man. Like. There is a nugget of a good premise for a movie here. Like you could take this idea of a movie is and it? like, yeah, yeah, you could the the there's something you could do with the premise of like you've got superhuman senses and you're a college student. Like you can make that into something that's gonna be worthwhile. They fucked this all the way up. Uh, didn't really have a focus. Execution was a mess. David Spade has crow's feet playing a high school or college student like what are we doing this is an old ass man at this point i think he was what, 36 what was or 38 30, 30, he was 34 30, or 35 he's an old man an old playing man 20 playing 21 year old 21 year old like what are we doing um yeah so that that really hurt the movie for me in general just every time i looked at him i'm like right, really you're 20 something 
needing your dad to give you help. You probably have a mortgage. So yeah, that, that did not work out for me, but uh, yeah, hold it back. Um, I think we're going to have fun making fun of this one, but do not see it if you don't have to is how I put it. Uh, before we get into the, the recap here, do we have any fun facts on this one? Yeah. Um, this was the last movie directed by Penelope Spheris to get a wide theatrical release because it was so bad. Way to go out on top, um, Penelope. Um, after Wayne after World Wayne's World and mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. a couple others and she had those documentaries about glam rock and so was it the the decline of Western civilization that all that stuff was fantastic just any possibility of making movies that you know make money just taken away very sad seconds <laughs> um, so this is one of this is one of two films written by uh, writing partners Craig Mazin and Greg Erb I don't know if you know who Craig Mazin is he wrote in he was the showrunner for Chernobyl. So he's an come back. Incredible miniseries. Yeah. This is Fantastic. mind to me. So he's come back. He's figured stuff out. Um, this was Mimania, the second film Mimania. that they wrote for Dimension Films and Miramax. So, of course, that's for the Weinstein brothers. Yep, Weinstein. Um, the first being uh, Rocket Man starring Harlan Williams. The oh. career glow up to go from Rocket Man and Senseless to Chernobyl is mind boggling. Yeah. Not the and Elton John film? No, 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 no. Harley Williams farts in a spacesuit. The one that also comes up when, when, when you search on Apple TV and yeah. you're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and of course, this was also, it was also their, it was their second and also their last because it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Roger Ebert gave our last movie one and a half stars. How many do you think he gave this I know how many because in the notes and fuck him. What is he doing? <laughs> Two and a half stars. Two and a half. Hi. Compares he compares Marlon Wayne. He, he calls him like he compares him to Jim Carrey for his that, like that physical. That comparison is humor. apt, but he's not as good as Jim Carrey. <sighs> also, I don't know Jim Carrey. So oh yeah, yeah. and he was. God, this he is was better than about, Remember the Titans for Roger Ebert. He likes this better mm-hmm. than Remember the Titans. And and he was. He was interested in the Matthew Lillard character. He's like, I just don't see what fit. I don't know. I don't know why that character's in this movie. I don't get it. My God. But uh, I mean, I know why it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he doesn't come along. Well, I mean, do you want to like start that now, or do you want to like? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, take it. Go ahead. It could be a long diatribe. Please. I mean. So he's a Canadian hockey player, but mm-hmm. only says a like just yeah. randomly a few times, but not in no. a Canadian accent. No, yeah. no and he accent. has a lot of piercings for no reason. Yeah. Like everything he does is for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's a frivolous character. I, um, you know, listen, I, the Canadian accent is not especially hard to pull off, especially if you're from the upper Midwest. It's not far from Minnesota accent. You could do one of those pretty easily. Yeah. But they just have him speak as regular Matthew Lillard and then just like toss A every once in a while. I'm like, that's not, that's not it. That's not cutting it. Like, no, 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 no. Did he say a boot? At any not point? Say, I don't know. Not, not a boot or a boat. Because, you know, different parts of Canada say it differently. I'm pretty sure you just said about. A boot, a boat. <laughs> not a single sorry. Not, no, not, no not sorry. Yeah, nothing. I, I do want to say sorry to our Canadian listeners if we're offending you with our accents here. I'm I'm deeply deeply uh, sorry. Okay. 
deeply sorry for picking this movie. I yeah. apologize because that's where I went to school. Um, apologize. Apologize. Because I went to DePaul. Yeah. yeah. See I, I got it. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just what, let's add another stereotype in the movie. He's, he plays hockey. He's Canadian. Yeah. Ma- Matthew, can, can, can you do a, can, can you add an A every so often? And, and that's how it happened. Guar- oh, guaranteed. Why is he so pierced up? That's just, I, I think uh, the, the, the other part of his character is he just tries things to see what fits. Piercing and, uh, your whole body. Is that some shit you try? Yeah, you don't try a Prince that. Albert. That's the one thing that he actually stuck with. <laughs> he kept getting the piercings and liking the piercings. And he, I think Daryl describes a, a, a bunch of other stuff. It's like you went Buddhist. You were Republican. You were Republican for a year, and <laughs> and and the Tony Robbins tapes. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, he's been able to stick with the piercing. But we just, yeah got a lot of piercings. The the Prince Albert was. I never need to hear that described in a movie or anything else. And then the belly button piercing with the keychain. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Is so that great. You already knew what. You already knew what. You knew what of was going to happen as soon as he got it. But I didn't need to. Yeah, I got to get inside. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Perhaps the worst Matthew Lillard we've seen so far. We've seen a lot of him. Didn't he didn't have any charisma in this movie, and he has too much charisma usually. Yeah, it seemed kind of yeah, bored. I, for me, it was kind of like the best part. To me, too. That's a very fucking <laughs> low bar. Uh, yeah, he he was he, he he was a good friend. Tries to. Help him out when when he thought he needed help. He thought he was on drugs, but we'll get to that a little later. Uh-huh. Um, so where do we start? Stratford University, nineteen ninety eight. Um, Daryl is a senior. Um, he needs money to be able to survive. He doesn't have one of these fancy scholarships like his roommate does. Uh, he doesn't have a, a rich parent paying his way, so he's got to have a bunch of jobs. Where all the, all the different places that that he works, he gives. Terrible student tours, mm-hmm. right Better at the than beginning. Tom Green, where he has people. Uh, Better well, than Tom Green. I, I was gonna say this is. Uh, are are these the first or second best student tours that we've seen? These are in a movie. Um, at least he wasn't making things up. Yeah, like you're getting to see the campus, like yeah. not being told an incredibly inappropriate story. He's mm-hmm. not gonna make out with your mom at the end while saying "thank you, mommy" over and over again. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh. that that was better. <laughs> no, um, for his for his other job, I guess he just picks up trash around yeah. campus. Not 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 like janitor. Is that ground like student groundskeeper or yeah, stick I don't know, with how, a nail how you describe it. that? Stick with a nail in it. Um, works in the cafeteria, but wears like a is also a, a, a waiter at uh, functions. Yeah, fancy um, cafeteria. Yeah. Uh, during during that one thing that I noticed, those fridges in, in the back while, while he was in the kitchen, those were Chick Fil A signs on how to make oh, those that. chicken salads. Yeah, and I'm like, are they fil- are they filming this in Georgia where it's cheaper to make movies and, and they just found a Chick Fil A kitchen to sub in as a kitchen? That fancy banquet they've got Chick Fil A chicken salad like recipes up all over the place. That was yeah, it covered it with some tape. Put tape over that. Yeah, cover it up. Um, tries to sell his head hair, but it's not long enough. Um, and there's no interest in his butt or pubic hair. <laughs> I, that was, I got like two legit chuckles in this movie, and that was one of them. 
He was like, yeah. I'll give you the ass for free. Look at the bush. I'll give you the ass for free. I'm like, that's, okay. that's kind of funny. I don't want your stanky ass hairs on my head, man. But I, I did chuckle when he like legit dropped trow in the doorway of the barbershop. Yeah. I rated uh, R, right? Like, did it yeah. need to be? This okay. was an R-rated movie, yes. There should have been boobs in it. Just, it was an R-rated movie, but like... I think I, think I, I only heard one motherfucker and he was referring to Patrick Ewing when he got thrown onto the court. Um, I think, yeah. I think I heard any other F-words. There might not have been. I don't know. I, so I don't know. Well, there was that and his whole butt. If, if this was PG-13, and... I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah whole butt. It is rated R, but I just feel like it didn't... Just there was a little cheeks. bit of like the jerking offness. Is that our and he also simulated an orgasm at one point. Oh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, how much do I get if I fill this with my cum? I, but he I don't say, understand but, that. But like... Yeah. <laughs> I also... It was a giant, like, water was, cooler job. It was a water cooler. Hooligan cooler he showed up with. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't get so that. Much. Like, this, like, massive, like, sadness. I, like... <laughs> I don't know. Like the beginning of this movie, I was like, I know it's supposed to be funny and like slapsticky, but it like is is so ex- like the extremes that it, they like present him going into to like just try to even I don't know share a room to like or pay for his like kid yeah. like friend or his mom not kids it went too his far mom, kids siblings like I just. I was just like, I, I'm so sad for this sad. person. It, it went too far and not far enough. Like, if you're going to, yeah. it, it was, it was, it got to that uncanny value where, like, oh, this is realistically sad. Where if they would have done, um, I think Dave and Dana, you guys will both get this. Uh, remember the episode of The Simpsons where you meet all of Cletus Buckler's kids? Chloe, yep. Bo, Zoe, <laughs> like 85 yeah. kids come out of the house. <laughs> like, that's what it yeah. is. He needs to have like 40 brothers and sisters if you're going to do this. This is just like legit sad. <laughs> like it's not mm-hmm. funny sad. And his apartment building, um, he keeps getting nagged for the rent by Matthew Lillard. And you look at the outside and it's, there's like the first, the, the first floor windows are boarded up. and <laughs> yeah, It's a slum. I'm like, they, they, they live in a slum. Yeah. Yeah. All um, slum housing. And, and uh, a couple more jobs, obviously, donating blood and semen, not at the same time, not mixed yeah, together. Not mixed together. Yeah. Oh, my God, the donating blood where he just kept going back in. He would have died. Like, he would be I will yeah. do racist yeah. impressions to for you to let oh, me do. Oh, God. That, yeah. that let me donate four times in a day. Oof, yeah. that was awful. Yeah. I was like, this is 98, baby. This was all good. Pre-9-11, yeah. yeah. He also never changed his outfit. So it's also no. like, and it's the same lady running the desk. So I know this is meant to be a comedy, but like just little attentions to detail. Like she would be like, no, you can't donate blood anymore. Get out you of here. You were here one minute ago. When it, when it first started, I'm like, okay, so he's going to like multiple different blood donation clinics in the same state. No, no, no yeah. he's just like going out and coming back in. He would have died. He'd have been drained of his blood yeah. like a chupacabra. He would have died. You can do two in an emergency. Beyond that, you are asking for some asking for some difficulties, man. He was walking laps. It was just, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then eventually, toward the end, he's just like, "I'll walk out," and then immediately before the door even closes <laughs> yeah. on him, he goes right back inside. Go right back in. So there's some good slapstick in there. Some good stuff. Yeah, there was um, some slapstick. 
Yeah, yeah, we we talked about Kitty Foreman being the sperm bank nurse. That was mm-hmm. that was funny. Yeah. Um, and right on the wall when she's taking him back, there's two choices of magazines. Do you guys notice this? <laughs> yeah, I did. Notice one of that. one of them was bondage cheerleaders. I'm like, okay, that's something you would see in a sperm clinic. And the other was Kung Fu magazine mm-hmm. with Jean Claude Van Damme on the cover. Yeah. Some men might enjoy. Yeah, a for sure. Jean Claude for the for the gay clientele. <laughs> If you're into just, splits, Claude kicking and splits, uh-huh. that, yeah. that that gets people excited. Splits and kicking. A petite little Belgian man with muscles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the muscles and Brussels. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Christ. she also offers uh, be- uh, Beaver Hunt, Big Butt magazine, and just a magazine called Dirty. Yeah, and Dirty... Dirty got brought back up because like, yeah. Matthew Little had a, a copy of Dirty magazine too. I it's so like dirty. The, the, the mag, yeah, well, yeah. The magazine titles were absurd, but also not like absurd enough. Again, like if you're gonna do this, blow it out. Get really weird niche. Like they should have all been on the same level as Bondage cheerleaders. Big butt is not enough of a niche to make it funny. Yeah. I like guess it's just not, I mean, dirty is, is very amorphous. It should have all been very weird niches if you're going to do this kind of a joke. Yeah. Punch it up, I'm um, trying to say. Punch <laughs> it up. Punch it up. I already talked about Matthew Lillard. Oh, his, uh, his I guess his final job, is, his most recent, is the medical experiments. Yeah. That, that, that he finds after uh, um, – just all these different expenses. He has a computer at home where he can calculate all these, all these different expenses and so on. But uh, um, would you ever inject yourself with something that glows in both the light and dark? What if it just glows in the dark, but not in the light? Not for $3,000. Well, in college. I was, was, was going to add that too. And for $3,000? Would it, in college, would it, uh, $3,000 Boy, howdy. That was more than I ever had in my account in college. That was, yeah. I mean, I went, on, I went to college at Iowa where dollar you call it was a thing at multiple bars, multiple nights a week. I could have been drunk for a year on three grand. Mm-hmm. Um, college me might have been sucked into this, if not for all of the rectal side effects that were listed. A lot of rectal yeah. side effects. And he misses that because he falls asleep because he's working so many jobs. Yeah. Which I'm just like, I don't know about that. I will it's also say the though, one like, time we see him that sleepy. <laughs> the only time he's yeah. falling asleep is this part. Bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen him tired. Um, it did remind me like, so I once had to get like some imaging done and you're like presented a pill and I like, so it's like a, a pill bottle with like a little vial in it. And mm-hmm. I went to just like take the vial and like pour it in my hand and they're like, don't <laughs> let it touch your skin. And I was like, say what? Like, you want me to swallow this thing so it illuminates my insides, but I can't yes. like. Is this your first MRI? You a rookie? <laughs> no, it wasn't an MRI. It was like a different type of imaging thing where oh. you have to take a pill to like light up your body or something. It was very oh. weird. It, so like when you're like something that glows in the dark, I think the pill I took was like technically like maybe radioactive. So like I might have already done it. It wasn't glowing. It, it, it probably was it probably some kind of a weak isotope of some sort that yeah. they were putting in your body just to see what it glows. But I think that this scientist like specialized in stuff that glowed because everything in his lab appeared to be glowing when uh, he when Daryl Daryl dropped off a package just yeah. Everything was glowing. Yeah. Rat was glowing. 
Yeah, let's know. talk about the glowing rat because when he took the double dose, I was like, oh, he's going to glow in the dark now. Like, that's what yeah. this is going to do to him. This is, there's a glowing rat. Mm-hmm. The rat is glowing the same color as the juice he keeps on shooting into his butt cheek. Like, he's going to glow. Like, nope, that was just a weird one-off joke for nothing. Yeah. Can we talk mm-hmm. about the experiment? It's of course you need to. And, and the- I have issues. I have issues with the... Uh- <laughs> Methodology of the, of the experiment, absolutely. Yeah, yes, okay. it's not valid. Let's, it's not valid because I had issues. Yeah, this is not scientifically <laughs> valid in any sense. And I'm trying to remember what I wrote in my. Okay, so I, I think we have in here, Dave, that you would say one participant. Probably is that a tri- does one participant a trial make? No, no. A, a peer no. review would have tossed this the fuck out. Yes. Also. If it's like this really like delicate, don't inject too much, wouldn't they make you come in and like you'll sleep the night? Like, you know, like Thank I wouldn't you, trust some idiot. Like, no, you're gonna have to come in here. I'm gonna inject you with the thing. They say it has to be done at night when your serotonin levels are. I get it. People are probably like, it's a comedy, but there's just like, there's little oh, things. It, it bothered me. It bothered me. Correctly. If if you're gonna do this experiment, first of all, it's a closed experiment where your your participants cannot leave this lab. Like you you're living here for this test. Number one. Number two. I don't know if it needs to go that extreme. I think so. If it, I mean, okay. if if this is what it's doing to you, like you're yeah. gonna want you don't want them roaming the streets like this. <laughs> you want okay. them, you know. And and beyond that, like you're not gonna just give him a vial of this shit like hey make sure it's exactly six cc's which it was not he injected a lot more than six cc's but you're gonna give like one if you're not gonna give it to him but if you're going to inject him it's gonna be in like one pre-measured syringe like you're gonna give him one syringe every not like a whole jug of it like hey man don't take too much like no this yeah this was a bad experiment that guy needs to be fired from his research job and there were also things that he said. So I don't know if we said this clearly. And again, listeners, we don't want to make you watch this film. But basically what happened do is this serum improves, it heightens your senses. And there was something about like, oh, it'll take some time, but you learn to control them. And I was like, how does he know? Did the rats tell him? that? like, oh, <laughs> that's focus really hard. He's the first human trial. How does he fucking know? <laughs> That's a good point. You just, you just blew my mind. <laughs> well, it also how the also, fuck does this guy know? Is, listen, I talk to the rats and they tell me listen, that wouldn't surprise me because he's, he's a bit y'all. of a weirdo. A bit of a, I, I don't, I don't have control over like how much stuff I hear and don't, or like how short my vision gets. Like that's not, I can't control. Like, well, I'm, I want to be kind of numb when I touch this thing this time. Like, you don't get to control well, your senses. You don't, you don't have the serum, so it's part of it, obviously, the serum. <laughs> it gives you the ability. But he was just oh. like, oh, yeah, it'll take some time, but you'll be able to control. And I'm like, did the rat go like, squeak, squeak, squeak? <laughs> like, I feel like a rat would have, like, lost its fucking mind if all of a sudden it could hear too much and feel too much. And, like... It kept on wanting it, it to would... be that rat from um, Rock and Roll High School. Like, the bad attitude rat in the leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted that rat to show up. It's a pretty cool rat. It's a pretty Damn. cool rat. And like, does the they knew the side effect was all this like 
But I think Marlon Wayne just wanted to have his butt out because he takes it out Literally. to offer up his butt hairs. And then he also is like rubbing his ass all over. Like, this is not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. But I didn't it like wasn't it. funny. I didn't like um, it. But do the rats have reptile itching? Like, how do we know this is going to happen in humans? Because as we said, this is the first human tribe. This is very, yeah, I did not think through how they would have data on these side effects. I could see if, like, a rat is rubbing his ass against, like, the railing of his cage or, like, dragging it across the floor a lot. They might go, okay, so something's happened with his butt. But, yeah, that, I did not think through how do you have all these side effects, like, known before the first trial. Like, I think, like, you could probably guess it's going to affect your butt. But the whole, like, (laughs) just focus, it'll... It'll like channel, and he figures it out in like a day. Right away. Right. Yeah. Very impressive. Very. Impressive. Yeah, because no, I found I've I don't know if you guys knew this, but butts are funny. Where else would he inject that? That would be as funny. It's like you must inject eighty cc's into your dick. I'm like that would be funny. <laughs> but but a butt's just there, and there are other things where you have to inject into your butt, and it makes sense. I guess that's why they chose. Why not just Inject in the shoulder and just be done with it, or just wherever intramuscular, intra, intra whatever. We just saw uh, Latimer put shots in his butt. I was sure gonna say did. I needed a program a style zoom in. A uh, super close zoom in. You see his ass hairs as he's injecting it. Yeah, his, uh, his 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 sweet slow motion like glowing syringe like slow, yeah. and that's when he gets caught because he goes too slow in the injection. Well, and why are you in the bathroom injecting any damn way? Go to your bedroom for this. You're not he making a mess. He sleeps on the couch in he the living room. He sleeps on the couch oh, in the main room. He didn't yeah. have a real room. I didn't, I didn't put that together. <laughs> Great. He didn't have a real room that he couldn't even pay for. I didn't realize that. Mm. I had a roommate in college who slept in our common area. That was a, a deeply unfortunate That's year. That's disgusting. We had. It was awful. Um, uh, well, he, he was supposed to share a room with another kid. The kid he's supposed to share a room with is a huge slob, and he's a neat freak. So they lived in the same room for like max two weeks. And then my roommate Chuck was like, yeah, I'm going to go sleep in the family room. I'm going to move my futon out there. He worked at the futon shop. That was his job. He didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. He was just a yep. futon shop employee. Mm-hmm. And he had a nice <laughs> futon. And he's like, I'm going to go sleep out there in my futon. And that's where he spent the entire rest of the year. Because within two weeks, you could no longer see the floor in the bedroom that he was supposed to share with this other kid, Kevin. Couldn't see the floor at all. Just a layer of shit. Does he pay less? Because I feel like that maybe is also like no. Marlon <laughs> Wayne's character needed to like find the cheapest apartment available, and then he still can't afford it. But you didn't prorate rent based upon the size of your room. I paid more than them. I think I paid like a hundred bucks more a month because I had the single room that I was supposed to share one. But I think we were like, well, Chuck, like, you're supposed to share a room. So, like, if you're choosing to be in the family room where I would like to watch TV and I can't because you're on the futon talking to your fake MySpace girlfriend around the clock, which is a whole other story for a different day, <laughs> you're not going to keep it. your rent for that. Nice. He doesn't listen. Yeah. He hates my guts. We had a bad falling out. He doesn't listen to the podcast. I'll say his whole name later on, probably. Uh, whole name. Um, so, he... Uh, Get some side effects after he starts to inject. Um, everything starts to get really, really sensitive, and he doesn't know how to handle it. And he has a really itchy butt, which was very funny. How 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 he acted that was very funny. I did not um, like it. Didn't okay. be funny at all. 
<laughs> just well, he, this is gratuitous. And he uses like a steel wool. He's like, I'm just gonna take this. Is it a big pipe cleaner? Yeah. Yes, because can we yeah. talk about like are we gonna can I talk about when like things go awry because he double injects himself, even though the scientist clearly says never take too much. I had a problem. Sure. I had a problem with that. Can we talk about that now? Okay, wait. What's your problem? <laughs> this is not we're not going into what's your problem your yet problem? but oh, i'm sorry uh what is your complaint? we will sorry yeah, my, what my, is your my complaint? issue <laughs> there it is my issue is his life was perfect there was no reason to do a double dose he was he was kicking ass at the job that he wanted he had the girl that yeah. he wanted there was there was no reason for him to like, I need this. What I, what I needed was for him to like realize, I okay, need this. I need this. What I, re- yeah. I needed him was a situation where it's like, okay, so I'm at my peak and I'm still losing to Scott at everything. So I need this <sighs> extra boost to get me over the hump. He was just like, well, couldn't hurt you double dose. Like that's why you're doing this. I don't, mm. I take an anti-inflammatory for the world's worst back. And they've just been like, I'm gonna take twice and see what happens. Like that's not what you do. I haven't gotten that. You haven't gotten that bachyotomy yet. No, I need a bachyotomy. Truly. Um, the doctor um says something rather profound in his weird way. Does he? Power is a drug all its own. Be Mm. careful. He feels. I don't know if he feels invincible or, or feels like if I need more, if if. If this much is good, then more is better. I'm invincible. I can do it. No problem. I don't have to listen to insane doctor. Insane. But yeah, that's that, that that part made a lot of sense to me. So more is more is good. More is good. Always. More okay. Good. Now, can we talk about so the side effect is because he's doubled up, <laughs> then one sense goes away randomly. <laughs> you don't know. When, it where, switches where. at random whenever it feels like. <laughs> like it's not like oh you just lose one. If the way it has yeah. made him blind or made him deaf because of this, I'm like, all right, that's something. This is just like fucking flip the coin. There's a, there's a random timer that you're not aware of where it's gonna flip out of the fucking blue. That was absurd. Yeah, and it's always at the worst time. But the one that really bothered me. We can get into all the other times where he can't see what he needs to see or he can't hear what he needs to hear. <laughs> But, so, we have five senses, correct? It's, like, smell, sight, uh, hearing, oh. <laughs> Sorry that I had to do that into taste. <laughs> Days. Taste. I'm going to keep doing that into my touch. Can't we? We have okay, a lot more so than five. Touch, we have five. Touch. Can you name them again? <laughs> no, I just realized as I started, I was like, I don't know what they all are. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh. I forgot. <laughs> What about ESP? Um, yeah, I have ESP, ESP so that means I can tell when it's raining. Um, <laughs> okay, so those are the so there's like taste, see taste and smells go together to me. That's why yeah. I think I struggled. Um, sight, hearing, and touch. So yes. anytime he would lose touch, again the ability to feel like tactical ability. <laughs> Um, he lost the ability to move his body. He lost motor functionality. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Fully, fully the body asleep. Mm. <laughs> that's not how this works. No. It drove me insane. I'm like, your motor, like, all of a sudden he's drooling and he can't feel his tongue. That's, yeah. Okay, first of all, that would be taste, not touch. <laughs> um, 
And then his like his like body just stops working. So like at one point he has a girlfriend, another girl shows up. In which more. was a weird which is oh, a weird yeah. situation. And then he's just like slapping her around, like he's flailing his body around. And I'm just like, that is not touch. That is like your muscular, like nervous system firing problem, not your inability to touch things. And frankly, the wildest part of that scene to me was that like she is very sexually aggressive the entire time. Puts her hand in her hands like, oh, your dick is soft? Gross. I'm out. I'm <laughs> just like, out. really? Like, disgusted by it? How dare you? You would have thought she'd be like, well, let me, like, turn it up a notch and see if we can get this thing working. Instead, she's like, oh, get the f- I'm fucking out of here. I'm just like, yeah. really? That's she, your reaction? She may have said some, something like, I don't need to be. Why am I even here? Like, I, I don't need to be here, but it's you. So if you're hard, we're all good. <gasps> you're not? Yeah, yeah. It, it made no sense that she just no, randomly not. shows up at his house, and he's like, "How does she know where he lives? Yeah. How does she know where he lives?" Wait, so was she? She wasn't sent there by like no. Scott. No. She showed up sense? on her own. Wouldn't that yes. have been a good? That'd be great, good. Dave. Well, you know yeah. what? Okay, they, if they Scott that would have sent her there, especially because Scott knows who her dad is. There is mm-hmm. solid movie writing, and so it's like, oh, I guess she just shows up out of the blue for no fucking reason, like yeah. that. That yeah, lazy, fucking lazy. Yeah, because it just, yeah, it just. There's a lot of like, I don't know. I think I feel like we like watch these. I'm like, this is how we can make it better. I'm sure it was better on the page. You know, not. I'm not sure. No, <laughs> I'm not sure about no. that at all. Uh, I don't. I think this was. Right around the dot com boom, and they're like, somebody wrote a script. I got fifteen million. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, let's let's fucking make it. Fine. Let's go for it. David Spade's kind of funny, right? <sighs> the Wayans brothers. Let's do yeah, it. That's probably Fantastic. like. Was it supposed to be like um, Chris Farley? I don't know. Like, there's there's a part of me that's like, was this not meant for Marlin? So when this to me seems wonky. like it was for sure meant for Marlin. I mean. I'm trying to think of who else at that time was doing this degree of physical comedy because Jim Carrey is too old for this role. So, like, who else at that time was doing, like, wacky, fall down? I mean, Chris Farley was too old for this, too. Chris Farley was dead. So was David Spade when he's in the movie. Yeah. Well, this this was made in 97. I think he died in 97. He was dead. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, anybody else that was doing – I mean, well, Kel was too young, wasn't he? Buster, Ke- Buster Keaton was dead. Um, <laughs> Harold Lloyd was dead. Harold Lloyd, Fatty Arbuckle. It was, they, oh, they were just uh, too old. No, I, I think, I, I mean, like, Kel Mitchell could have done this role, but I think he was too young. So Marlon, there wasn't a lot of people that were doing like this degree of uh, Chris Kattan. Yeah. I guess Chris Kattan could have done this, but he's um, too similar to David Spade in body style. So that's not yeah. work it was out. just weird and then just one last gripe um again we don't have to spend too much time on the unless we want to talk about other um issues with the you lose a sense because you od'd on you know, <laughs> let's talk about that no. no, jeff garland shows up <laughs> a lot to talk i was gonna about. we're gonna talk about that next game part which is just so stupid okay. i'm not gonna touch on the next game but there's this weird-ass final competition for this Smythe Bakes job. 
which right. like, that's the name that like it i knew it instantly. i was like oh yes my Golden sex. that's from this movie like i just Golden sex. I'm like i don't know yeah. like, it just stuck with me but like the final competition he's getting ready to go he he hops out of a cab wouldn't you get out right in front of where you need to go i would yeah yeah, because he gets instead of a place where you get robbed butt naked, exactly seven blocks away from where I'm going, please. <sighs> like not out in front of the door, just uh, you know, anywhere in the vicinity. I'll walk, knowing that my sense of sight can go away <laughs> in an instant. Or, or feel I can be paralyzed all of a sudden. You know the way. Oh that yeah. Because my motor skills just go away when I lose a sense of touch. <laughs> Let's fix this joke. There's traffic. I'm late for the meeting. I need to get out and run. That's all you had to do for this part. Not just like I'm randomly That's getting it. out of this cab a mile away from mm-hmm. my, my destination. Oh, mm-hmm. lazy. No, but oh, no, but Marlon Wayans had to end up butt naked somehow. And he did. He did. Again. Saw his side yeah. butt. And he saw he all turned, of it. No, yeah, he turned, he turned all the way around. You're right. It's like a whole crack. Right. And I think like, that just, is a butt. And there were but. several women walking by with trench coats. He's just like, just keep giving me. Just fucking give me. And he grabs, he's grabbing these What are you doing? Full nude. Yeah, a fully naked man is groping women outside and no one calls the cops. He has a, he has a trash can lid. <laughs> he's a fully naked man holding a trash can lid and groping women then. Like clothed. Yeah. yeah. Is, I was going to ask just a general question about the Smythe Bates job. Um, hearing about everything that's 60k a year to start, that's pretty good out of college. That's but pretty good, yeah. Is it's everything back that... in the day? When was this? 2098. That's oh, big okay. money. Is that good? Yeah. Way better. Pretty yeah. good. Um, is it worth it to you to do everything that that, that 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 they make you go through? They make you do a weird five-person in-person competition. Um, just the whole selection process was interesting. I think there was a part at a fraternity party, the intergalactic kegger, um, where they're all hanging out, and and that's part of the select. There's these weird parts of the selection you know process. What? A lot of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I would um, say, yeah, this is worth it to me, um, except for the part where you have to be like a college level athlete. That was odd. Yeah. Also, yeah. what the fuck sport am I supposed to believe David Spade plays? He's, He's got a Letterman sailing. jacket. Sailing, oh, rowing. Sailing. Okay. Not no sailing. sailing. Well, I was gonna say rowing oh, yeah. does not make sense. Sailing not rowing. Crew. Sorry. Crew. Yeah. Okay. He so could yeah, okay. Coxon. He well, he, he could be coxswain. No, 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 he is a real coxswain in this movie. He's coxswain. real. Coxswain. Real. Real coxswain. He does say because they they make a point because I'm like, and what the fuck is he wearing a Letterman's jacket? And he's like, I'm varsity sailing. Okay, like, I missed that part. I'm like, he's got a Letterman jacket on. Who did he buy that from? <laughs> Like, also, nobody you? wears those yeah. in college. Who no. had Letterman jackets in college? I was so nobody. Crazy. Well, well, no. well, well. I will say, uh, Iowa, the football players wear Letterman jackets and they make appearances. So, like, if you have guys that come back um, to be like recognized at halftime for their accomplishments, whatever, they'll wear it. Then, I've never seen one wearing it around campus. I wore my Letterman jacket. I think the first time it got cold at Iowa. And I got made fun of your by, high school. Yeah, mm. yeah. I got made fun of by every other dude on my dorm floor, and I'm like, "Well, time to go to the jacket store and get a new jacket. Can't wear this everywhere." <laughs> Where is the Burlington Coat Factory? 
my mom made me buy a Letterman jacket that was like extra large. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ugh, you had a Letterman it tent. Looked, it looked terrible. <laughs> and I made Letterman cloak. This inquired patches. Oh on man, I, I still have mine somewhere. I think it's nice. I never wore yeah. mine. You know, with your, all the time in high school. You know, with your patches and. You would have had varsity choir, so I had patches, but I didn't so have was that like, letters. Or yeah. Are people like singing on the back? Is that the grad? Like, because you had your no, like, no, it's a varsity sport. letter. Oh, so you, you put the letters yeah. on the front, and then you picked a sport, and I picked soccer because I got it my freshman year, and then never played again. So I was like, I'm not walking around school in a varsity oh, see, soccer. Ours, we didn't have like a nameplate for the sport. You got um, you got your numbers as a freshman then a small letter as a sophomore, and then a big letter for varsity. And then you got pins to put into your letter for all the activities you did. So I had like a yeah. bunch of different pins on mine. I had about a, a lot of pins. On a lot of pins. Yeah. We did the same, but you got to pick your sport in the back. And I oh, had so very serious regrets. It was way too big, and then I never wore it. So my parents were very annoyed with me. It's probably Those are expensive jackets. I know. They're oh, like yeah. ridiculous. A like I wouldn't hundred bucks. That much. Yeah, for, yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Never wore it. Never That's wore cool. it leather like luxurious leather sleeves they were white leather sleeves it was fucking awful white oh no wow those are crackle those 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 are crackle over time oh no yeah don't do that it wasn't good okay yeah so david spade was a varsity sailor in his leather jacket as a senior in college varsity sailor daddy owns the largest bank in manhattan or third largest bank in manhattan something fancy like, like, like like that's obviously gets him a Place at the table for a lot of this stuff. 3.8 GPA. Nothing to sneeze about. Pretty good. Um, and whenever you ask him a question about economics, you can be sure that he is the Alan Greenspan. Make sure that you fire as many people as you yes. can each and every time. Yeah. While Daryl is on the other side, like, well, we could, you know, if people have more money, they'll spend <laughs> more money. You have the Keynesian. Yeah. You have the uh, Laffer, the, Art Laffer. Uh, Laffer, the what's what's the the, the uh, classical conservative? Uh, is it Hayek or I'm yeah, not sure which Hayek which was, economist yeah. is, is the classical guy? Is like fire everybody, mm-hmm. uh, but each each and every time he's like, well, you know, you want to help people, but this will probably happen and this will probably happen. You see, Rip Taylor, Rip uh, Rip Taylor, I Rip wish Torn- you Rip Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, you have Rip Rip Torn up there. Is like, yep. I'm going to have to fire people. I have to fire them. That's, that's just part of the deal. Um, those are just every single time, like 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 clockwork, if uh, the answer could possibly be fire people, that was the David Spade answer. Always fire every time. But he didn't yeah. seem to understand why. And that was no. the crazy part. Like his his reflex is to like fuck over poor people. <laughs> it's right. basically like where his mind works. No, because if we don't, then the rich people have less money and we can't. No, 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 Insane. Yeah. Rip Torn turns out to be Daryl's girlfriend's dad. I had no idea. Why? When he walks in blind and tries to and tries to make, I don't know, make make love onto Rip Torn. No, he just kind of has his hands like, oh, so good to see you. That was, he says, "Don't uh, speak. Let me. Let me. Let me just see. Let me explain my myself." Hand. Grabs her titty. Um, I'm like, what, "What's happening here?" Oh, he just seems like a normal. And then they explain it at the very end of the movie. He's like, well, "I worked my worked my way up from the mailroom." Like, okay, so this all 
makes sense. You were rooting for him a little bit, but you're also part of the the old boys club now. But uh, ended up giving him a shot anyway, even when he confessed at the end. But uh, my thing was, did Daryl and Janice just never talk about her family at all? He no. never never asked about your dad. What does he do for a living? None no, she, no, she brought uh, he he brought her to uh, the. Uh, the family a, a apartment for dinner, but yeah. Uh, yeah, she never had to speak about anything about her life at all. Does other he than know like her last poetry. name? Like, he doesn't even know her last name. Well, I, don't think I, know, I don't think I know her last name. She's well, black, so like obviously they can't be her dad. I suppose. I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, one thing I just wanted to say about that whole like we get Rip Torn's backstory where he went to Stratford. He didn't play a varsity sport. He didn't have the right connections. So he had to work his way up from the mailroom to get where he is now, yet he mm-hmm. still perpetuates this competition. And he still holds sway over this frat anyway. We're like, because yeah. he was like, well, we can make the decisions here, the unanimous decision. Like, they, they didn't try, Dana. <laughs> I think that's what that's- I'm coming around to here. That's fair. Yeah. It, and it was also like that you, there's like this whole competition. There's like a final, like, this is, I feel like a big thing where you have to have some final quiz B of yes. economic yeah. things. Many films do this. To, yeah. Just so you can get awarded a job. Mm-hmm. That's not how jobs work. I award you no points and may <laughs> God have mercy on your soul. It, it didn't, it wasn't quite the same. I mean, one of the people on the panel was one of my favorite actresses, Constance Zimmer. Mm-hmm. She was, Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, how are you? I, I didn't think you were in Senseless. I thought you were only in good movies. How are but you? Uh, everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just putting five up there and just ask really random questions. Like, and, and it's not like the answer is four or no. one half of 1%. No, these are, um, what's, what's that new uh, curriculum that they make people write things out instead of just doing the, the new yeah, math. No, it's, it's like new. No, it's like new. It's a com, It's the Common Core. This is a Common uh, Core. Oh, have a Common Core thing. Yeah. Where, where it's like instead of just doing regular math, we're going to write out the answers, and you can explain it in your words. Use your words. Yeah, Ooh, it, it was stuff. weird because it was like they they set that last question up with like, now this one's a real doozy, so like make sure you think through your answer, and then the answer that they that scott first gave was like very base like oh just raise the rate why yeah. x i don't i don't know and i'm like wait a minute man like make something up try to try to justify what you're doing at all why did you know the answer right away then hmm. because a- he had because like so that question was like the whatever it was he was like the vice chair of the fed as the vice chair of the fed you would do x because the vice chair of the Fed was part of his study group. Right. And when he said, oh, why wouldn't you do that? He's like, because I'm the vice chair of the Fed. I said so I as well. So, like so he only know. knew it was like, this is what the vice chair would do and didn't ask a follow-up question. Yeah. That was meant to be like, I know this guy because my dad's fancy and I know what he told me he'd do. But I wasn't smart enough to ask any questions yeah. beyond that. Boy, howdy. Jesus Christ. If I hadn't fallen, if I, if, I, if I hadn't fallen asleep from too many espressos, could ask the vice chair of the Fed a bunch <laughs> of questions because he was on my study team. 
just so weird. Just... Very strange. So ticket to the Knicks game. Oh boy. Um, this was, was this not just Madison so... Square Garden, by the way. This was That's... a sad looking soundstage. <laughs> it was, what? Uh, it, it could have been. It could have been MSG. Gee, yeah. Every time yeah. you see like a real arena or like a real you know stadium in a movie, like you can tell the scope of this place. This was like six folding chairs in front of a wall. This was <laughs> not a real arena. With Jeff Garland, and 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 he loves to be around people who've lost one of their senses. He's loving he's loving the entire thing. Young Jeff Garland and- had a time of his fucking life. Oh man! And when he's come, when Daryl's coming back with those beers, um, I've that's happened to me before, but not from losing my senses. It's because I was too drunk to be carrying too many beers back. Yeah, I, um, it's very that's very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. But I I see where he's coming from. But yeah, I, I didn't end up at courtside sitting next to Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing making fun of him directly into his ear. Yeah. Um. We can get your Patrick Ewing for the day. You guys want Patrick Ewing for the day? <laughs> Twenty minutes of Patrick Ewing. Extra thousand bucks, we can make it happen. Yeah. Oh. Pretty man. sure that's how that entire scene came. Better than to John be. Starks, so you know. Yeah. It's it's also a, it's a rich guy thing to do to sit courtside. So they're recording a a big client, and they're like, "Yeah, let's 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 have this guy Daryl come with. He seems like a real go getter. Let's see if he adds anything to the equation." That part made sense, but. Uh, yeah, that was. Imagine you're one time sitting courtside, you can't see. Yeah. That'd be so sad. Yeah, that'd be very disappointing. Yeah, sorry, I was just thinking through that. Now I'm like thinking about like, you need to court a client, a big deal client, and you bring a candidate to be a junior analyst. <laughs> nope, yeah. No, I don't. I sure and, don't. And that's your senior most smartest guy who knows all the numbers or like the, your most social like salesman slash broker guy. Nope. No, this guy. And also you only bring him by himself. He doesn't get like yeah. a plus one to come to this game with him. It's just him by himself courtside with you guys. Yeah. I think yeah. you bring like an, an you know, EVP to come with him or something like that. Yeah. 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 I just, sorry, just, just caught that now that I was like, why would they... <laughs> Why would he be invited to this? Yeah, yeah, well, and they're and they're going back in the limo, and of course they have to have a Rip Taylor fart. No, it's Rip Taylor uh, again. Rip Taylor. I I want this to be Rip Taylor throwing confetti all over the place. <laughs> there's a rip. There's a rip torn fart. He's like, I can't smell anything anyway. I'm like, okay, they just had to have a fart because it wasn't a. There wasn't enough funny in the scene. Oh my god! Just wasn't enough for anybody. Yeah, um, and that that like that's the perfect timing for that one sense to go away. Right, it's yeah. like, oh god. Yeah, I wish they would have gone with he can't hear then a loud fart that he can't hear then he just smells the fart. That <laughs> okay then because I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. That hear to me makes more damn nothing. sense. Uh, oh my god, yeah. you guys. Let's talk about the hockey action because hockey plays right. a big role, and for whatever reason, um, big role? I think. Yeah. yeah, for Huge. some reason, yeah, Massive. inexplicably, like eight, yes. Eight minutes of the movie's hockey. It's yeah, fucking fantastic. Um, so I, I <sighs> guess Daryl's just the stick carrier, like the the manager, but he wants some time on the ice because you need to be on the ice to be able to get this scholarship. And he's terrible until he gets the injections, and now he's just a the best goalie ever. But doesn't make sense. To watch the action during that game, 
everyone was so slow and falling over. I think everyone just felt like fighting because yeah. there were a lot of parts where you're supposed to see people moving and they're just kind of on the ground or near other people just kind of on top of each other, not really hockeying it up. That ice looks so small. <laughs> like it all seemed like it happened like within five feet of the goal on either end of the ice. Yeah. Itty bitty ice ring. Like a big, yeah. you know, hockey's beautiful because it's open. It's like wide open. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of space to maneuver like this. It felt like they were playing in a closet. Yeah. Um, my other issue with it is apparently the Stratford ice hockey team is terrible. Yeah. Horrible. horrible. Yeah. Don't horrible. win any games. But the first time uh, Daryl gets his shot and goal before anybody knows that he is good at ice hockey, stands are packed. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no. Nobody. No. That's right, Chet. And the only questions this year are how badly will they stink? How consistently will they stink? And will they ever not stink? Yeah. Greg Gunberg. You no, know, I do Gunberg. like a good hockey announcer. Sure. Yes. Greg Gunberg can play anybody. He's been like in fucking Star Wars movies. He's, yeah. he's sports commentators. He's, he does everything. So I like I think him a lot. I like doing lines now. So let's just, if, if you guys have lines you want to say, just. Um, potent quotables. What did you say? Whatever you got, bring yeah. it out. There, there were some funny things that were said in this movie. There were some. Never saw them. There were some. The Panthers are back, baby, and they're black. Oh, that could have been because they have a black goalie. <laughs> they have, they have a black goalie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the first black player ever in the history of the team. Yep, they pointed out. Um. The only line that I wrote down was during his uh, needs to donate semen. He asks for materials. She gives him some, but he still he spilled like four cups, and they're like amazed. But he's like, "I got a fifth in me," and he's like, "Give me some real freaky, like Siamese midget twins, menage a goat, or something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is that, that would... what you need at this point, man? Don't I don't think that. that's how it works. I don't, I don't know. think. Just give me the more extreme stuff. That'll, that'll drag that'll get out me going. That won't that'll do it at all. Yeah, uh, that's what he needed. I don't know. There, funny. there were there were two lines. I I should have written. I think he had four or five of these that I, I bet were ad libbed. But there were. There's a moment where he has the freak out during the test for the first time, and he fakes Tourette's to like explain why he's yelling these random things, <sighs> and he yells out, "Piss on me! I'm on fire!" And then he sits down and yells out. Michael Jackson's a Puerto Rican. And I was just like, I, like, what do you do? <laughs> just yelling up the most random shit. Which okay, that's that's, yeah, I, I, that was the most that I laughed in this movie, and it was not a great laugh, but at least I was like, okay, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I feel like I see that's like I'm like I, that like stuck out at me as a line, but I'm like, maybe they said <laughs> it on a like, Puerto Rican. yeah, I bet he yelled that in Wayne. I bet it was Wayne's brother's line. I bet he yelled that. Yeah. We want, used to watch a lot of that. Yeah. Me and my mom. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, that was all I had. I don't know. This I is a long one. Um, <laughs> would y'all just cut the shit? You. You better fix that damn watch. <laughs> and you, rich girl, we know you have money. Put that damn diamond away. <laughs> and you, British guy, if you can live in this country, better see a dance about that stink-ass breath. <laughs> smell like hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. 
His teeth were hard to look at and unnecessary. They were gross. They were well, fake. No, well, because you they were fake. I know, but, but, but you compare them against Marlon Wayans as perfect, perfect, white giant, teeth. white, giant, teeth. huge, white teeth. Beautiful. And he just makes those teeth look even worse because they were tiny and yellow and possibly tiny brown and, and yellow, black. Like half teeth. Ugh. With stripes on them. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. Fucking foul. Um, not, not a quote, but a t shirt. Oh. Did you guys catch it? Uh, Matthew Lillard oh, had a yeah. that said scrotum poles. Uh huh. I, I think we're supposed to believe that's a punk band. It might be, frankly. Uh, mm. I know a lot of punk. I don't know the scrotum poles, but like I could see it being a thing. Butthole surfers is a thing. So I could see butthole. that being a thing. Butthole surfers. Yeah. Butthole surfers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anybody else got anything? I mean, there's a lot of lines. Very few. I mean, this movie is just, it's not well done, and that extends to the writing. There's not a lot of memorable lines. Just like, yeah. I mean, oh. this line caught me, caught my attention because it, it, it's related to, I think, a drug potentially mm. um, that is in the world today. Uh, this drug is the best thing that ever happened to me. Power is a drug all in its own. Yeah. Like, are they trying to say this is like Adderall, speed? Like, are they, is there like some oh. sort of a thing that they're trying to? Well, if, I, if I hear power is a drug, my first thought is PCP. You pick a car up and shit with that. Yeah. Like, run through a fucking wall. Like, I, yeah. you know, I, angel dust. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Is this like a metaphor? No, you like to get wet? A little butt naked? <laughs> some Sherman Helms, speaking of which. I, I, don't, I think giving too much credit. I don't think they thought of it. I don't think they were yeah. thinking that smart. Um, I've never seen the movie or the TV show Limitless, but my first oh, note besides Miramax, well, that was the first thing I wrote. And then it was, is this an early Limitless? I don't know what that show is about or the movie, but I know um, Bradley Cooper takes a pill and yeah. his brain works better. It's based no. on a nonsense premise. The premise is we only use 5% of our brain, which is completely a false thing. At but one like, time. Yeah, because anyway. it's, it's hard to it's, think about what activity you have to do to have your whole brain working at once. Like, are you knitting a sweater, speaking four languages, and like balancing on a tightrope? Like, it's too much all at once. So, like, the premise is you take a pill and makes your whole brain work and blah, blah, blah. Okay, this so is this similar. isn't limitless. No, but the way they treat it, like it's like it is because you're – yeah, okay, so you can see better. Your reflexes don't get better. You wouldn't be a good goalie because you can see the puck coming at you clearer. Um, not going to help anything. You hear it coming. <laughs> like, it totally affects your motor, your vestibular <laughs> system. No, vestibular is your inner ear. Man. That's what I was, was going to say, but it, but if you take too much, it makes your butthole not work. <laughs> your butthole gives up. Your, your butthole half give up. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I didn't, that bothered me because I'm like, okay, you can see the puck coming. It doesn't slow down time. It doesn't help your reflexes. Like, grab it better. All you do is see what's coming at your face clearer. But you can see it coming sooner? Because you can zoom in on stuff? Cause I'm not sure it's any butt. sooner. <laughs> it's at the same time. It just I always thought coming no, faster. He was doing the zoom in thing, but it's like, that's in real time. He can either zoom in in real time, or he can just like, see a little better. Regular vision. Yeah. It wasn't like, uh, let me just do my future time. Oh, wow, look at that. 
That's that's really something there. In Limitless, but, he can do shit like that, basically. Yeah, like slow down time. Uh, with his I, and shit. I don't know if he takes like a he takes like a risky super dose and ends up making it permanent and has super brain. I, I think know, it's I think it's like exactly over works, time but. he he takes like enough of it that he has like um like a tolerance and needs to yeah. take more and more and it like overwhelms the system. I think is what happens in that. In Limitless. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I also and the Russians Matthew come after him. Was- was in that because I think like the the cover of Lincoln Lawyer and Limitless. <laughs> I feel like it's both exactly the same. On a car. I'll, I'll post them in our. I'll post them in the in the Facebook group, and we'll see if you're right or wrong. The <laughs> Limitless Lincoln wrong. Lawyer. <laughs> so, yes, the Limitless Lincoln Lawyer. Jesus Christ. Matthew McConaughey is a lawyer. Works out of his car. Yeah, that's exactly the song. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. Um. So Matthew Lillard thinks that uh, Daryl's doing like real drugs, like heroin. Um, eventually, uh, well, Daryl like, loses most of his senses and kind of passes out when uh, what's her name, uh, the Ken- the uh, Kenya Moore Kenya character Moore. Was, was over, and and, 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 and and she just leaves and he just kind of collapses, and that's when when well, he um, gets kicked in the balls first and flies off the ground. Oh. <laughs> kicks already was, flies uh, off the ground. Um, so he gets an entire crew of people who know how to get people out of overdoses, which reminded me, I called it the pulp folk, the pulp fiction overdose scene. Mm-hmm. Um, cause one, one of the guys with, with like the red hair, I'm like, that looks like the Eric Stoltz character in yeah. pulp fiction. He's ready to shove a Damn it. needle right into your chest. Like Tim, you, you got to turn his head. If he pukes, if, if he pukes, he's going to choke on his own barf. Tim, just back up. He's going to shit on himself. Every bad thing that you can do all at once, just doing stuff out of your body, oh, they're just like, yep, those things are going to happen. Those things yeah. are, are going to happen. It turns out he was just sleepy and overwhelmed. And he wakes up, he's like, what? Yeah, don't stab me in the chest. And see, that scene brings up. Well, this brings up my other anyway, biggest yeah. issue with the movie. Fucking yeah. tell you, it's not like it's a secret. Tell your yeah. friend what you're doing. There's no reason at all to keep this a secret. He keeps it a secret from Tim, keeps it a secret from Janice. Just like, hey, guys, so I'm taking this experimental drug. This is what it does to me. There's no reason to keep this a secret from anyone, frankly. Yeah. I guess if you want to lie to Scott and Rip Torn, okay, that's fine. But, like, why do you not tell Tim, hey, man, like, this is what I'm doing? You're not a superhero. I don't have a secret identity here. It's like, be honest with what's going on. Which made the reveal at the end just super weird because it just didn't really seem like it was. He wins. He wins the Why job. Why are you doing this? <laughs> you, and then he's like, "You he oh, won. Why are you I doing cheated. it, man?" Like, oh, you cheated at a banquet to get like noticed. That's it. Just, yeah. yeah. And you barely. I mean, yeah. You your cheating was reading stock prices from across the room. That was the only cheating you. I guess he listened in on some things, but like. There is no reason to confess to this at all. Ever. It, it just, I feel like they were like, they had a script and then someone <laughs> read it and was just like, no, you got to put this trope in and that trope in and this needs to happen and that. And it was just yeah. like, it just got murdered. They hired yeah. the wrong like, punch up guy. He needs yeah. to be robbed butt naked and then put into a suit while blind that no one would wear. He the needs, suit was kind of funny, though. He needs to piss himself and have that be when everything leaves his body right at the end of my... This is, this is all happening very fast. Um, all these parts kind of stacked up. Like, he's, he's at hell night at the fraternity. 
and all the perfect things happen when he's doing all the gross things. Like, yeah, yes. ha- ha- have a sip of this, what is it? Liquid shit. Liquid Enjoy. Shit. And he's like, hmm, a little bland. I'm like, yeah, because that's the perfect time to have your sense of taste go away. And then David Spade just, I, I think I remember this being in a preview at some point, him just wailing oh. away and him not being able to feel. It's like, eh, because he's doing the David Spade kind of, eh. Mm-hmm. He, Dave, David Spade is a way that he just makes those kind of noises when he's when, when he's when he when he's making an effort like, and, and he does that so hard like yeah but for continuity's sake at this yeah. point his tongue still works he's able to talk shit to him like mom it's harder than that previously yeah. every time that his body stopped working his tongue would yeah. but like and he's able to like hold on to the chair but yeah. yes every time prior one whole half of his body stops working it just stops working yes like move his leg by grabbing i mean it just it was i mean i feel like there were notes from probably harvey weinstein because we know that's what he did with outside providence for sure in that film yeah well and then you got like a ruined that i think we had some there's some good bones in that outside <laughs> providence film disagree um and then you get like a Wayne's brother in there who probably thinks he's hilarious. Probably David Sean, Spade. the worst Wayans. <laughs> so I just think it's like there were there were moments in here, and then I think like too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah. and yeah. it doesn't go well. Isn't it? I also I feel like maybe I'm confusing this with like what's that movie with the Trading Places? Like it almost seems like oh. it has like that DNA a little bit in it. Yeah. 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 The Eddie Murphy Dan I, I, I remember watching that one and seeing BN for brief nudity and being like, okay, here we go. This will be a good BN. That was that was a good BN. This yeah, one that was that all BN, BN trading places is a good BN. Good BN. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um what do we have? Uh the punk rock study hour versus the uh Titans of industry? Would you call it the Titans of industry <laughs> study hour? Corporate board. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Because that's kind of the way the, the 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 movie went in chunks after he started to get the side effects. Like it'll be at his apartment, then he'll be at Hell Night, then it'll be a study back and forth uh, montage, and we'll go from there. Um, would you be able to learn in, in that kind of the, the the punk rock? The music was very loud. No. Was um, it though? It seemed very quiet. <laughs> it, it, it did seem a little bit quiet. I just, I feel like, you know, we've established that Tim is a good friend. Be like, hey man, can you come home with me to help me study? <laughs> like, why am I going to study in the middle of a weird punk bar? Because yeah. it's funny yeah. to see. I didn't laugh. Marlon, in that environment, yeah. and all the punk kids, like, can read books and help him? <laughs> There's a, there was, there was a lot of a lot of cool hair, a lot of Liberty Spikes that I really brought, I do brought back. Like a lot of like a lot of memories of my yeah. hair, yeah. better days. I also uh, talk many a time. Uh, um, I've I've already said who gets mugged buck naked, so we'll just skip that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's the 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 panel competition. Daryl ends up winning because he's able to give a reason why his answer is correct compared to Scott who can't. Mm-hmm. And he uses his speech because I guess you, you, after you, when you give a speech, he says, guys, <laughs> I cheated. 
Well, I didn't really cheat, but I sort of cheated. So stupid. I, stupid. So I, yeah, it's it was pretty. I probably would have been like, if Scott had done the same thing, would he say that he cheated? No. Or anybody else? No. No, of course not. Why? He, Ooh. Yeah. They can't just test so, for this drug. <laughs> he's just so damn honest. So damn honest. Ugh. That he gives it all away to work in the mailroom instead. Yeah. The yeah. fucking mailroom, which I have he to seems, imagine is like minimum wage. But yeah. he seems like very good at economics. Like, are there no other firms that he could start out and then make the jump? Nope. Just my base. Yep, just my Bates. It's the only one. I mean, there are so many, so yep. many mm-hmm. issues here because we never see him graduate. So, like, is True. he still in college working this job a year later? It's still are we are we to believe he was a sophomore in this movie? Like, there's a nope. lot of questions because you would think you'd have like a big graduation scene. Sure. No, we didn't have time for that. <laughs> we need to have the congratulations. You worked in the mailroom for a year. Janice now has an engagement ring and we're having a party because you're now a junior analyst a year later because they had to put that up on the screen. One yeah, year one year later. later. Yeah. yeah. And then right. Sherman yeah. Holmesley. <laughs> no, and, and they're like, what, what's, the most effe- what's, the, what's the most offensive thing we can do with Matthew Lillard at the end but not just completely? Oh my God. We put him in a dashiki and then put him in Kufi. We, we that, is it a Kufi? A Kufi hat, yeah. Kufi hat? Yeah, let's just do that. And he's dating Lorraine. And why? Because she didn't dress that way. Why are you guys both in African get all of a sudden? Yeah, they're getting back in touch with their African roots. Man, man, this movie, man. No, but but that Jefferson shit too. I'm like, let me move you on up to the east side. I'm like, really? You fucking get And they play the song. apartment. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a remix during the credits. There is a remix in the credits. Um, could he afford like to pay for his mom to move to the east side? And wherever he's living salary. on yeah. 60K in New York City. I know it was 1997 or whatever. But I'm like, this no. is how you stay poor. Perpetually well, let's not, poor. Let's not forget he had like three siblings to move with her too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have given him the okay if he like moved her in with him and it's like, well, now I have an apartment you can come stay here instead of where you were living. But he got her her own apartment plus the three kids with her before he got his first paycheck there. So that's, uh, that's on his mailroom salary he was moving her. No, no, right. he just got promoted to... Well, he, got, he didn't get a bonus. signing bonus. Oh. Like, that he, was his, they said tomorrow is your first day. Oh, <laughs> so like... True. Yeah, I don't know where they got the money from. No, he no, 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 no. This movie did not try. This is New York fairy tale where you know money isn't real. I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess we can just. Yeah. What's your problem? <laughs> oh, it's just in general. Let's just now get into that for officially. I, you know, because a lot of things. There, there were, there were, there were a couple, right? Did anyone have any issues with some of the character portrayals? Anything? I did. Just wanna, just just wanna throw it out there. Just the gay waiters. Did, did did first. anyone have a problem with just the the gay stereotypes that yeah. were just on display there? Just I was nonstop. Say, June then, June is Pride Month, 
and the the way they treated the gay characters in the in the kitchen first of all there's no reason that they made those characters gay or that those characters existed they only put them in the movie to make gay jokes mm-hmm. like that was the whole he overhears them talking about having freaky deaky gay sex and then there's a the whole like where'd you guys put the butter i think i'm supposed to and, butter and, in his ass in our butts and in our butts why are you That's doing that the with it yes it yeah. just that whole thing was like why are we why are we having this like this is not there's no reason to make this this joke whatsoever other than the you know standard homophobia of the day essentially yeah um let's see frat and the smythe bates guys they would always make uh comments about uh was it the yo whenever there was like a yo dropped they had had big problems with that it's like Mm -hmm. you're more yo mtv raps and we're vh1 james taylor weekend i'm like okay there's a lot of a lot of very like I think we would term these like microaggressions lumped on him at all times. But when David Spade's doing it, they're very obvious, like deliberate microaggressions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the portrayal of Daryl's like family situation. What did you, what did you guys think about that? I'm always happy to see three J from family matters on things. Uh, his life's <gasps> taken a turn for the worst. No way. If you're up with him nowadays. Shit got real dark, real bad for him. Yeah. Um, but at the time he was still a cute, adorable three J and uh, yeah, I, they, they made them the most impoverished family you could imagine. Basically. Their yeah. apartment looks big though. Big, but also like run down and falling apart. <laughs> Yeah, and he's and his little brother smoking menthols, like, and really? he's in, he's drinking. Yeah, mom's like I'm gonna use your you open touch that champagne. I'm gonna use your butt as a cork. A cork, yeah, yeah, <laughs> drinking and smoking cools. Yeah, it was the family was not great. Um, let's see, I had a problem with the Jeffersons at the end. I'm like, well, why, why? It, it just it felt like Sherman Holmesy was like wandering by. How do we uh, how do we you know let them know that they're on their way up before that song comes out? <sighs> on the way up. It, it it really just felt like they had. How do we do that instead? How do we do that in a different way that people understand? So let's just have George Jefferson be the door guy. Don't say anything. Just just stand there and look at the camera and wink, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, get tipped a dollar or I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was weird. Oh, we can get you Patrick Ewing for a thousand. Guess what? George Jefferson. Oh, sorry, uh, Sherman Helmsley. Five hundred bucks for the day. You, you, you got it, Sherman Helms. Yeah. yeah there, um, there was also the the comment about uh, Janice's mom or Janice's dad. What was it, like dipping into the chocolate or whatever? Because mm-hmm. he's got a black wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. the only reason why he could be in support of Daryl. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there were fucking problems. <laughs> like, well, it was like '98. You gotta, you gotta and we're dealing much. with rich, elite white folks, so there's gonna be some of that happening. I'd have to imagine. But mm-hmm. man, again, this is another case of them like going pretty far, but not going far enough to make it ridiculous. So, like, if you're gonna do that. Again, this is the, the equivalent of Big Butt magazine. Like, go all the way. 
go insanely far with this so we can really tell that you're turning into like a cartoon David Spade. He yeah. didn't go far enough. He, he seemed way too realistic of like a bad person. There was a lot. There was a lot. A lot of bad, a lot of bad, occasional laugh, yeah. but uh, a, a lot mess. of bullshit. Yeah, Fuck this movie. bullshit. Well, <laughs> guys, one of the things that we do like to do on this pod uh, each week is take a look at kind of a minor character and see if this movie was the start of big things for them at the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDb deep dive. Dave, who are you going to dive on this week? I was going to pick uh, Kenya Moore, but uh, can. I, I found, no, I found somebody else who's a pretty big actor that I, I, I had no idea. The, the, uh, the, the fellow played the doctor, Dr. Whedon, mm-hmm. Brad Dourif. Um, full name, Bradford Claude Dourif. Bradford. That's, uh, that's a name someone, someone's had. Uh, his first acting role was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson. Wow. And he was nominated for an Academy Award right out the gate. Wow. First role. He played Billy Bibbit. Billy was the Bibbit. Role. And uh, they used to give out a new Star of the Year award at the Golden Globe, and he won it for that movie that, that year. Holy so, shit. Off to a flying start. What happened? Right away. Um, I can tell you some of the other movies. And if, <laughs> if, 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 if anyone knows anything about film history, a film called uh, Heaven's Gate that has a lot of history involved with it one of the most expensive failures in hollywood history oh. everyone check it out he, he was in that one no, um, the cult, I was drink the, the the cult, the cult came later they didn't oh, okay. do they did um it wasn't cool i think they drank uh antifreeze oh, okay no, the purple heaven's gay was a western from the early 80s that uh that yes, the guy who uh, directed no not knocked out that, that was luck <laughs> That was, okay. that was that the was unluckiest show ever. Not that um, I was no, thinking uh, of, but yeah. No, the, 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 the guy who directed The Deer Hunter was given a ton of money oh. to make a movie and just fucking threw it away and it made nothing. So check wow. out uh, the movie Heaven's Gate from 1980. Blue Velvet, David Lynch oh. classic. He was in yeah. that one. Um, he's the voice of Chucky in Child's Play. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, played one of the... Uh, Super racist deputies in Mississippi burning. Oh, Jesus. Um, what a career. It's, uh, let's see what else. He was in uh, Spike Lee's Jungle Fever, um, Child's Play, obviously, two and three. Um, let's see, The Exorcist three. That's, oh. that's something. Uh, he was in a movie called uh, Senseless from 1980. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Alien Resurrection, Urban Legend, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point. Uh, Next spooktacular. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Grima Wormtongue. Is that Grima? He was Grima Wormtongue. Grim, Grima is it Grima? I, I don't yeah. know how to say his names. And wow. he was also in the Return of the King too. Yeah. Um, see the Chucky. Uh, they they did a Halloween remake in 07. He was in that Halloween two. Got to play the sheriff. Once you get to a certain age, you're like, you were in Child's Play. Let's have you be the sheriff in something new horror. You know, let's let's do that. Curse of Chucky. Just Chucky this, Chucky that. All the Chuckies. Um, television. Uh, Deadwood. Doc Amos Cochran. Anybody watch Deadwood? No. I, check it out. for a long show. time, but yeah. Um, any Law and Order, you'll see him in a random episode. Sure. Like, oh, that fucking guy. That guy. Uh, Criminal Minds, pretty much the same thing. Uh, Deadwood the movie, he came back for that, and they made a new Chucky. And who did the voice of Chucky in the new Chucky? 
also yeah. his fucking guy. Oh yeah. Wow. He, he's, he's still working. He's doing good. That's impressive. Cause yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't like bad in this. It just kind of felt like he was pushing too hard. Like he was, I think a couple, he was in a different movie. Like he yeah. was he like, took a couple oh, this is weird a... deep breaths. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, like the movie he was in was supposed to be a cautionary tale, not like yes. a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took it all too seriously. Movie. But yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, guys, um, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Uh, Lorraine is most likely to interrupt someone else's wig event for her own hair care product line. That's a uh, more deep cut from Atlanta. I was like, did that happen yeah. on yeah. Housewives? Uh, yep. Marlo, Marlo is doing a, a wig show and Kenya hires a marching band to walk in and promote Kenya more hair care and talk shit about wigs. It's legit villain shit. Marlo doesn't even have she doesn't have a peach. She's not even part of the real fucking cast. She just she's doesn't like a do friend a, of a friend of. Ooh, okay. There's a debate over whether she deserves a peach. My wife says yes, I say no. I'll meet Marlo. But yeah, it was it was very mean spirited. Like a full marching band walking through her event for her company. So yeah. Kenya Moore Ooh. is a fucking villain. Uh Janice is most likely to spring important news on her husband at the last minute. Like tell him who your dad is, man. <laughs> Let this be known. Scott is most likely to run a congressional campaign based entirely on his plan to repeal the minimum wage. Lock her up. One of those Lock her up. A lot yeah. of that. Lot he would have started off as a Tea Party guy, I feel like. Or, yes, no, he would have, yes. he would, he um, well, yeah, because he would have missed the Gingrich Revolution. He'd have been a Tea Party guy who then morphed into something else after that. And Daryl is most likely to charm his way to the top of the corporate ladder. I had nothing for him. Like, he didn't really have. I, yeah. I couldn't. I mean, he he just seems very charming, <laughs> and like he yeah. just gets shit of being affable. So there's that. Yeah. Seems Good like guy. a nice guy. He does. He seems like a nice guy. He so. didn't need to inject himself with weird with serum. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to write one for Tim. I Tim will get his dick snagged on something. I feel like is is what that's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Um, our next pick here is Megan. Uh, Megan, what movie are we gonna watch next? I feel like I always pick throwbacks. Throwbacks for sports. Do it. Do it. <laughs> throwbacks for sports. sports. I know. No. I, so I saw, this is one of the things I saw on my um, Netflix queue that I was like, I really want to watch that. And it keeps coming up. So I feel like it's following me around, perhaps. Um, just pushing me to get there. It's called The Heathers. Oh, hell yes, boy. Wait, hell it, yes. Isn't it just Heathers? It's, it's just Heathers. Heathers. Oh, but right. The Heathers. I thought it was like Heathers. I paused for a second. I was like, oh, is this a different film? Am I not I added the in front of most things that oh, don't no. have it's, the. Yeah, you're it's Chicago awesome. and you put a the before and an S on the end of it. I get that. Yeah. Go to the jewels. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. boy. The original Mean Girls. All right. Yeah. You can fuck around with Heathers. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah, looking forward to that, guys. Oh, also, Time Warp. Sound effect, why not? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> yeah, got a Time Warp sound effect. Go back in time. Step to the left, <laughs> jump to the right. Guys, that does it for this week's episode. 
If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod, R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D, and join our Facebook group, Recapping Gown Fan Club. Um, We'll keep the conversation going in there all week. I have some things to link to. We'd also love to hear your thoughts on this uh, movie, if you guys have any from the time. It sounds like maybe no one saw it but us, but if if you have any memories, go ahead and let us know, or if you want to watch it, HBO Max. And let us know what you think about Marlon Wayans' itchy butt. We'll put that in the, uh, in the group as it's well. It's free, baby. Check it's it out. It's free. Um, if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Scott, ebonically speaking, you don't know shit. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. <laughs>